0: Hello, Rich Bolis here, and thank you for downloading this episode of the Dad Mindset Show. Today, I chat again with clinical psychology registrar Arnie Phillips, aka The Child Whisperer, who specializes in treating children with autism spectrum disorder and ADHD using psychology by stealth. Arnie was on the show last week and we thought it'd be useful to discuss some of the further issues that he and his colleagues are helping people with at the moment. Hopefully having an open conversation about the challenges of family life in lockdown during the coronavirus pandemic, as well as discussing some approaches and tactics for coping will be helpful for families living in close quarters with each other. Arnie and I delve into quite a few topics, but I need to stress that the content of this podcast does not constitute, nor should it be considered, specific psychological advice for you or your child. As with all medical, physical, and mental health queries you may have, the best place to start is with your family GP or your child's paediatrician. That being said, I hope you enjoy this round three chat with Arnie. Arnie. <laughs> Arnie Phillips, welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you. It's great to be back once again.
0: It is. It's good. I'm, I'm really loving this, actually. So
1: S- Seems like only yesterday, doesn't it?
0: It does. Well, I, I kept saying last week when I was talking to you just now, and, and really <laughs> yeah. it was two nights ago. So... <laughs> I think uh, there's a, there's a lot of time dilation and and stuff going on, reality distortion in my household right now.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think that's everywhere when it feels like you know one day lasts for a week, doesn't it? Yep. <laughs> when you're locked inside the house. Uh,
0: totally, totally. <laughs> we we actually got out for a bike ride today, and um, right. that actually seemed to go for an eternity because uh, <laughs> we, we'll we'll. Uh, um, spat the dummy on the way back because we did push the the limit a bit, and he sat yeah. down, didn't want to move. So that yeah, you know, I think it took about forty five minutes to get back, which should have taken five minutes if we'd have just been cycling the whole way. So yeah, okay. so we just we we had a bit of a sunbathe on the grass while I was waiting for for him to move, yes. and and I thought we were going to yeah. get booked because, uh, <laughs> but we absolutely weren't sunbathing. It was just that I was waiting for him to call cool, cool his jets and and be prepared to get back on his bike. So we got all the team home? you were just being mindful i was yeah we got all the team home though so we're through to the next stage
1: uh, excellent very good and that's what these days are all about aren't they
0: yep survival yeah. <laughs> how's, how's uh, your last three two days been
1: um yeah just a couple of days wrapping up with work and then today was just a bit of spending a bit of time out in the garden which was nice to get some sun I think I actually got sunburnt, which was well don't so, tell mum yeah that I, I like a bit of sunburn so yeah <laughs> it was just yeah it was nice it was a nice day for it
0: oh it's perfect yeah and yep. how's work been because obviously you've you've been busy with that as
1: well yeah yeah it's been um it's been busy um so I see children and adults in two separate clinics um It's been really interesting just to kind of work with the children about what's life like for them being stuck at home, not being able to get out and about, and then the anxiety of what's coming with school um, or with homeschooling and with adults. It's just been really interesting to see the diverse response that they've all had some uh, love it they've kind of been looking on and thinking, well, I thought I had problems, but I really don't have problems when you see the way other people are reacting in supermarkets. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, some have kind of taken that, taken a real positive spin out of it. Others have been saying it's been great. Um, One guy, his daughter came back from an overseas trip and so she came and stayed with him. She hadn't stayed or she hadn't, um, she'd moved out of home a few years ago, um, and decided that she moved back with dad. Um, so they spent two weeks in lockdown. He was a bit worried about it, but he said it was fantastic just to hang out with her. And he said it's the first time he's kind of spent with her since she's been an adult. you got to see her wheeling and dealing on the phone and working from home. And
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's He was a, very proud of her. Very well, proud. It's amazing, though, isn't it? Because we forget how little time or we don't even think about how little time we're going to have with our kids potentially once they leave school, Uh, you know, well, leave for university. I know I didn't think about it when I left my parents to go to university. I kind of assumed I'd just be going back at some stage, but um, it just doesn't happen. And then you can count on like a couple of hands, how many weeks you're going to spend with them one-on-one from then on, which is quite daunting.
1: Yeah, 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 that's right. So um, yeah, I think that kind of changed a bit for, this client, one client in particular, and he loved it. So it's been really good to see in the um, uncertainty and difficulties of the world that we're in now, just seeing how people kind of look for that silver lining.
0: Yeah. I found, I've um, noticed conversations of people definitely being grateful. There's a lot of gratitude mm. being talked about in yeah. the circles that I've been sort of – discussing in, it and it's been really remarkable. I, I yeah. thought people would go the other way, but it's been great to, to hear people looking for that silver lining.
1: Yeah, yeah. And another thing I've noticed, this is kind of completely off topic, but people, when they're driving cars, are practicing social distancing in their cars, <laughs> I reckon. I just feel like they're leaving... <laughs> that extra distance uh, <laughs> finally if you- safe driving yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> two cars gap in between <laughs> 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 yeah. Been really interesting. I thought, am I just looking for that, or is that actually happening? And yeah, you've got your filters I'm sure open.
0: It to, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I sure it is. I did feel a bit weird parking in the car park this morning <laughs> when I went down. <laughs> so, yeah, you oh, thought, am nah, I a
1: bit close to bit that? Close.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Should I leave that car space empty between yeah. those
0: two? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I got out the other door. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, Only park on the stickers. Yep. The the, <laughs> uh, the the one thing I have to mention from the last episode that we did, which everyone's said was they really enjoyed as well, uh, and that's why we've got to keep doing this, Arnie. The um, I, you you talked about preparing for school and homeschooling, yeah. and of course, obviously, we've got the Easter holidays, and then after that, we're in. And parents will be homeschooling and, and doing all the work that kids will be doing, uh, apparently through the internet, that the teachers will be preparing for them. And I mentioned, oh, don't worry, we've got like two weeks to work towards this, <laughs> blissfully unaware that we actually have like four days. And <laughs> so, so okay. I I've, I've completely lost touch with like the calendar. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so uh, it sort of dawned on me afterwards, I went, oh, shit, I've, uh, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, <laughs> it's, it's next Tuesday. Oh, great. Oh, yeah.
1: I did notice that and I thought, oh, maybe your kids go to different schools and <laughs> all schools go back in different weeks, but who am I to judge? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, has lost it already. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I mean, that's been a big topic for you this week, hasn't it? One of the big themes with your clients is yeah. anxiety around school, homeschooling from a parent's perspective, like how the hell can I do this? And from a, a student's perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I guess when we did that last podcast, I think it was that night that the announcement came out about how school was going to work for term two. Um, and so up until then, everyone was kind of up in the air thinking, well, is this year going to be put on hold? Um, that's what I've got a couple of students here in year nine and I think they were thinking, well, they were hoping, 2020 is on hold for school. I'll start year nine again next year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, you know, one end of the scale. Others were thinking, Oh no, we'll be going back. That's fine. You know, we finished early, finished term one early. We'll be going back to term two because you know, everything's passed. Yeah. Um, so people just didn't know. But then, yeah, Tuesday night, I think it was the announcement was, about um, more of a homeschooling approach for Mm. term two. Um, And there's been quite a bit of anxiety over the past couple of days in, um, as you said, students and parents Mm. about how that's going to work.
0: And what's the sort of language that people are using, Arnie?
1: Fear, worry, uh, confusion. Um, What else? I've got a. some are embracing it. Some love the fact that, all right, this is a bit of a challenge for me. Um, and so there, there's a friend of mine, her son has set a tent up in the backyard, and that's his classroom. So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's moved the desk in there, and who knows what else he's got in there. But. Yeah, it's like it's like the governor really uh, it.
0: The, the governor of uh, when Arnold Schwarzenegger was the, the governor he, yeah, he had a, yeah. a he had a marquee in the quarter angle so he could smoke his cigars <laughs> because you can't smoke in uh, in uh, uh, sort of um, government buildings <laughs>
1: <laughs> well maybe I'll need to um give my friend a call and
0: say check that he's not on the cigars <laughs> <Yeah>. out there <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, any other things so so uh, are children actually getting amongst it and, and preparing their own spaces and so on?
1: Um, so, well, they are through some of the things we've been talking about. Just, but there's been that uncertainty of what does homeschool look like um, and how will I handle the distractions um, that are kind that I know will pop up, um, or will I get distracted? How am I going to focus on that for some? So that's from a student perspective. For some parents, they've kind of been a bit worried with the fact that kids are thinking um, schoolwork happens at school, fun time happens at home, and there's no way that schoolwork is going to happen at home. Yeah. So, Especially after a longer holiday or an extended holiday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, I think that's another one that they're a bit worried about as well. Yeah. So what were some
0: of the coping mechanisms then that you've sort of been talking through?
1: um, So basically I've spent a bit of time with clients just going through and looking at what they can do to set themselves up for success. Um, One of those is to have a dedicated desk or an area to study. Um, So you don't want to be setting up a study area in a different part of the house at different times of the day depending on um, where you want to where you want to study at that time it's about kind of picking a spot and making that your study area yeah um, so depending on the age of the children you can let them choose that themselves um, there's one family who I know and they've set up three desks off in the lounge room they're all facing the wall and um, With not too many distractions. They've got all the paper and textures and everything set up there, and that's where the kids are going to go to. Um, So, yeah, it's about how how much um, control or ownership do you let the kids have in setting up that space? Yeah. Um, Being aware of any distractions that they may have too. Um, But it's about when they do have that space set up, making sure that it's kind of clean. Neat, tidy. Um, So they're not having to clear it away, clear things away to clear the breakfast cereal every day before they study. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Or it must be a
0: huge challenge for families that only have a kitchen table. You know that sort of thing.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, Only have a kitchen table. Only have satellite or dial-up internet. Oh, don't. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ouch. <laughs> yeah so uh, there's a whole world of challenges i think yeah will be there but yeah, it's a matter of i think um identifying those challenges and then seeing if you can come up with a solution because it can be very easy to just look at it and think oh this is way too big too big of a challenge for us too many issues we're not going to fix it um so just sitting down and writing them out there may be you know five or ten challenges that you've got but if you can come up with a solution for three or four of them at least it makes it a little bit easier for you
0: yeah and you yeah. feel like you're actually having input in your own sort of um, best foot forward yes. i guess
1: yeah yep wow yeah um another so getting back to you know what i've been working on with the families it's also been about having the things that you need to do your schoolwork. So you don't want to sit down at the start of the um, homeschool day and just suddenly realise, oh, I need paper. So mm. then you spend, you know, half an hour walking around the house trying to find paper or a notepad or something, get back to your desk and then oh, I need pens or I need texters. Or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just make sure you've got all your resources in the one spot um, and you've got them easily accessible. Um, You've got enough for everyone. If there's five kids who are homeschooling, then you might need to kind of duck out to the supermarket and get a, another packet of texters, or yeah. learn to share. Or
0: <laughs> no, <I'll laughs> go get texters. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Amongst all the other challenges, you don't want to have to deal with. That's sharing. right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pinky battles.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, another thing, and this kind of comes back to when I was studying as well, is about having a regular break um, and making sure that that's kind of timetabled because we spoke in that last session about having the option of having a routine at home to make things a bit more normal. Um, I think that's probably going to be more relevant mm. when we go into this homeschooling period. Yeah. Um, depending on how schools deliver their content, they'll probably have set times where they expect students to dial in or where students are able to access a teacher online. So you want to work breaks in around that, so you might need to kind of schedule them. Um, So not only having the breaks scheduled, but also having something prepared to do in those breaks. Hmm. Um, So I had a client yesterday. We went through um, his routine, his normal school day routine. We spoke about the fact that I have recess and I have lunch, so... Can we replicate that? But then we went into detail and say, well, what do you actually do in recess and lunch? And it's yeah. playing some games, having a chat with friends, eating, walking to the canteen, getting a snack, those types of things. So it's we went through and kind of worked out, well, what can you do when you're at home? You won't be able to play down ball with your mates. His sisters weren't that keen on down ball. So how can we get some other sort of exercise in yeah. there for him? Um,
0: Does we do down ball? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good point. <laughs>
0: Might need to look. Into Give it a few days. Yeah, yeah they will. <laughs> yeah,
1: the way um, technology is spinning up these days, it won't take long for we to get a down ball in there. Will yeah. It? yeah. Um. Uh, we, oh, yeah. So having um, uh, exercise. So you know, walking to get a snack. He was a bit far out of town, so walking to get a snack wouldn't be an option. But that was just about working out with mum and dad when they do the shopping, yeah. can he get a snack there so it's ready? you know? And he might just do a walk around his house block, get his snack and then walk around the house block and go back to study. So it's a, you know, working out how can you almost replicate that routine as much as possible.
0: And do you think even like replicating the physio- physiological inputs that you're going to have? Because at school, you'd be walking around quite a lot. So your body would yeah. be up and about, blood flowing and everything. Whereas if you're just like you know, you slouch off to the kitchen, grab a glass of milk and then slouch back. It's like five paces or whatever. That's not anywhere near the amount of exercise you're getting normally.
1: Exactly. And when you think of, you know, the size of some of the school campuses, um, if you're sitting at your desk and it's all virtual school and you've got two periods and um, two different subjects for each period, if that was at school, you could be walking – a kilometre to, you know, from the classroom to your locker to another classroom on the other side of the campus. Yeah, yeah. That could be a 1K walk, mm. whereas it would be very easy to slip into that, um, slip into more of a homeschool where it's, you know, right, I'll walk one step and get new books and then walk back again. And yeah. You're right, you're or, just, just or, not getting Or just sit at exercise. the desk
0: for eight hours solid yeah. and not actually yeah. get up. You know, maybe yeah. mom brings a sandwich, puts it down on the desk, and you just work yeah. all the way through, and you've done zero exercise all day.
1: Yeah. She's now it's sounding like my working day. <laughs> 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 Although mom doesn't bring me sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: so, um, I mean, because that uh, movement plays a big part on your on your actual mood as well, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, so, um, movement. Is one of the big things. Sleep routine is another one. Diet is another. Um, So they're all things that you kind of need to keep an eye on to make sure that your mood is kind of lifted, but also that you're ready to go into that study. Yeah. Um, From a homeschooling perspective, you know, as we were saying, if there's a 1k walk in between subjects, then you've used that physical energy, and then you're ready for that mental um the mental you're ready to use the mental energy if you're not doing that 1k walk if that's just sitting there waiting for mum to bring a snack over to you and then you move straight into the next subject, that's going to be a real challenge for you to switch into you know switch out of one subject switch to another so yeah um yeah getting some exercise getting outside getting in the sun as much as you can um that's essential as well
0: yeah. Well one of the things I found works really well. Um, usually when I've got really important stuff to do is the Pomodoro technique. And I don't know whether the schools are gonna what sort of time they're gonna want students to be um, connected to the school to do their thing. Yeah. But um, it's based so send on send
1: tomatoes out to everyone, do well, they?
0: Well yeah, that's right. You know the kitchen timers, the tomato kitchen timers that you know you oh, yeah. set, set for a minute how many minutes before the egg poachers or whatever so the idea is that you set it for 25 minutes and you can do this on your on your phone or whatever and you set the task that you've got to do and you can't do anything else there's got to be no distractions whatsoever and you've just got to keep going solid for 25 minutes if you finish the task you've got to keep digging in and just dig oh, yeah. deeper, a bit further. So if you've answered the question, but then you've got to look at, could I have done it a different way or something like that? So you're really going yeah. deep for 25 minutes. And then as soon as that Pomodoro alarm rings, or as soon as the timer goes off, then you're up and out, you go get a drink, you do some pull-ups or whatever you've decided is your your reward or, well, that doesn't sound like a reward to many people, but <laughs> you know, your, your break, it could be, you know, go for a walk yeah. outside, go, you know, play with the dog outside for five minutes and then yep. you are back into another pomodoro session in a different you know doing a different task and right. and it can work really well i think I, I i never really get more than about 4 in a day cuz yeah, okay. there's always distractions that pop up and the idea is if you get distracted that gets scratched that pomodoro doesn't oh, count so reset yeah so you could get up to 24 minutes and it and you get interrupted oh, no. <laughs> and and it's like it's void null and void
1: that doesn't count yeah and so
0: you've got to got to redo and it it's harsh but but i think having that strict sort of rule of no you've got to do it you've got to hit that alarm it really yeah. trains you to to focus and and carry on and then then you actually appreciate the reward as well
1: yeah yeah right No, you would sounds good well maybe they'll send out these pomodoros to all the students <laughs> yeah <laughs> Get- Get in touch with Dan Andrews and (laughs) let him know to send these out. (laughs) All the kids will be like,
0: what? I've got my phone. I'm not going to be cooking. (laughs) So, I mean, that's routine. I mean, what about, because we, we, like you said, we talked about um, the difference between having a uh, a routine and a a timetable. Now, you think that schools are going to actually require more of a timetable in this homeschooling time and that might be a positive Uh, thing as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they um, will have a, well, they're obviously going to need to have a timetable set up. Students, depending on different schools, will be accessing live um, classes. So they'll need a timetable set up for that. There'll be expectations of what students have done in preparation for it or as a result of what they learn in those live sessions. So there might be an advised timetable outside those structured classes as well. Um, And then I've heard of some schools will have teachers available in like chat rooms, virtual chat rooms for students to drop in if they've got any question about a particular subject. So there'll be those sorts of timetables set up by the school with some sort of flexibility, I'm guessing, in place, depending on. How much time you're expected to do schoolwork, but not online. Yeah. Um. So having that structure in place, it, I think it will really, it'll help make that, um, that mental transition of, I'm at home, I can do what I want to. I'm at home, but I'm actually doing homeschooling. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's I think of- having that.
0: It's one of the hardest things I've heard, especially entrepreneurs and people working on their own business have, you know, when they're working at home on their own office and usually it's in the lounge or something, then they yeah. never switch off from work. And it's really important to actually have that that cut off and, and go, right, okay, now I'm going to be, I shut the door on the study or something and I'm out at you know, yeah. six o'clock at night, yeah. that's it done. Uh, otherwise yeah, it can yeah. creep into the rest of your day and vice versa.
1: And that can depend on, for adults, it can depend how disciplined you are. You know, how well can you, if you are going to duck out in between emails or in between jobs when you're working from home and put a load of washing on or hang it out or start the um, meal for the night, can you quite easily come back, pick up your work and do that? You know, if you're able to do that, if you're well disciplined, then that's great for others that can be a real challenge and you go out and put a load of washing on and then get distracted and suddenly two hours later you've done the vacuuming you've cleaned the entire house but you haven't done any work at all
0: yeah organized a bookshelf into alphabetical order
1: Um, and color order yeah (laughs) taking photos of both and put it on instagram just to get votes which one looks best (laughs) um so where were we were, oh, yeah, so I've, yeah, I've had a to... um, yeah, client too. <laughs> yeah, getting distracted, that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that is one of the points.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were, uh, I was, had a uh, client who had, was working from home and had that challenge and um, with him, we went as far as him packing his lunch in the morning making sure that was all, you know, had it in a bag, had it in his lunchbox, ready to go. He would walk out the front door, go out to his driveway, get in the car, drive around the block, park back in his driveway, go back into the house through the back door, into his work environment. I love it. Um, and that was, you know, his routine to make sure that he had that mental transition from home life to work life. Yeah. Um, and – as far like to relate that back to what we're talking about now that could be something that you do with the kids
0: that could be a tactic you employ
1: yeah well it's interesting Um, you say that because i
0: mean for when i take the girls to school um and drop them off we have a very distinct sort of morning routine and get in the car and whoever's first in the car gets to choose the first song on spotify and you know prep the playlist (laughs) and stuff and and you know we're not going to have that at the moment so that's just one yeah. thing that's out. But but that's actually quality well, time when I'm with the the girls.
1: Maybe you can have that. Well,
0: yeah, I'll be driving. <laughs> yeah, maybe just go for a drive yeah. around the block. <laughs>
1: yeah, it could cost you $1,600 times however many people are in the car. So oh, yeah. maybe just stay in the driveway. <laughs> um,
0: just just, but just, make, just it, make, make engine noises with your house. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, if you're first in the car, you can just choose – Car noises <laughs> on Spotify, can't you? I'm sure there's yeah, a
0: they'll, they'll be there.
1: playlist for that. Yeah. Um, so I think, again, to make it kind of like pick up on that routine and make it fun and help the girls with that transition from being at home to being at school. Hmm. If you can make it a bit of fun and, you know, we'll go out to the car or even if we just sit around the kitchen table for 15 minutes and we play different songs on Spotify, just whatever you can to kind of pick up on that
0: yeah break Um, up the day
1: at the end of the day there's probably a 15 minute car ride home where everyone talks about school so will you work that meeting into Mm. your you know the day as well are you going to sit down and have a chat about how school went or those types of things as well or will everyone be ready to kill each other at 315 and that's just not a battle you want to take
0: depends whether ice cream's on the table or not <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. if ice cream's on the table I'll be in that meeting as well
0: <laughs> okay so that, that's a great point then so being, being very mindful of of your previous routines and trying to work those in as much as possible to, to bookend the working day so to speak Yeah. Um, yep. any other thoughts for, for how to sort of lay out the day
1: Um, Well, other than the fact that you don't want to overdo those sorts of routines, um, so it's a good thing to have that routine set up to help with the transition and to help with that change of life at home to life at school, even though they're in the same physical location. Um, it's So that approach, as you say, to bookend can be helpful. Um, Also knowing what you do through the day, so in that, recess and lunch that we mm-hmm. spoke about before yeah what are some of the activities that you do at school it's not just having a snack or eating um, it's about that social chat so will you organize with your friends to jump on um, and have a chat with them on facetime or discord or skype and talk about that last class that you just had or have you done this assignment what did you get for this question yeah. How are you doing this? Like, and you'd, just have being be aware di- that-
0: you'd have to be quite disciplined about that, wouldn't you? Because it could blow out quite easily to from like oh, a fifteen-minute yeah. chat to, to an hour. Oh no, we're just doing yeah. some work now. So you think actually yeah. being quite um, setting the boundaries early on, like okay, we're going to have you know Skype chat for from eleven till eleven fifteen every day. You can choose who you want to talk to, and we'll pre-arrange yep. it with the other parents.
1: Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. And then yeah, and that might even. Again, it's really emphasising the line between that social chat at recess to that classroom-based chat um, during the online classes. So it may be that you go as far as choosing a different um, platform, so a different –
0: Ah, yeah, for social – If you're using – Schoolwork.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I know um, Discord is one platform that a lot of gamers – Yeah. It's a gaming platform, but I think it's – recently made the move to video-based chats as well. So if that's more of a non-academic or a non-school platform, then maybe you kind of jump on that and chat with your mates. Yeah, And you know that it's a 15-minute window. You get out your Pomodoro and set it for 15 instead of 25.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. I like that. And um, just going back to what you said before, then I got distracted, but distractions obviously are going to be a big part of of the day. Um, Yeah. Any thoughts around, like, have you been discussing this with your clients?
1: Yeah. So I've had a couple of clients who have been really worried about distractions. Um, Even though they're focused and dedicated on school when they're at school, they know that they love to do, like, play Xbox, for example. So that's been a big worry for them. Um, So the approach that I've taken for those clients is to just get out the whiteboard and list out what are the distractions, what are the things that you know or you think will be a distraction for you at home. Um, So that some of the examples of that could be technology, so gaming, um, Netflix, phones, all those sorts of Technology devices, um, barking dogs, people walking around, too much noise, not enough noise, um, a mess on my desk, going to get snacks, all those sorts of things. Mm. You know? um, so, just listing them out, not necessarily rating them, but just saying, you know, these are no matter defenders. how big or how small, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what do you think will be a distraction for you? And then coming up with a solution for them. So, you know, for technology, for the Xbox, for example, the fact for one client, the fact that it was at the other end of the house, he thought meant that it wouldn't be a problem for him. He Mm. had his desk in his bedroom. At the other end of the house is the Xbox and he won't be distracted. But we put a second step in there and if he found that he was getting distracted, then dad would take the console to work so between you know nine and five the distraction's gone that's not in the house
0: that's really interesting yeah that that reminds me of a study that was done with patients who had hip replacements and they were given the task of creating a plan of doing their physiotherapy exercises at home And they had to do them like pre, you know, two or three times a day or whatever. And it was quite uncomfortable and painful, but they would heal so much quicker if they did these exercises, you know, really religiously. And, um, and there were two groups. One group was given like, you have to do this plan, plan when to do it and what you're going to do. And so a lot of them did this, but the second group were told, okay, write down your plan of what you've got to do, when you're going to do it and then also add in an extra line which is if you don't do it at that point what's your plan b and having a yeah, plan okay. b which in this case was okay dad takes it to work that's the yeah. uh, yeah. that's the you know what that's the consequence but but it's almost like okay we know we're going to fail on some occasions here so what's our plan b for actually working through and then oh yeah i didn't start on time you know i missed yeah. I missed it by nine o'clock, you know, it didn't start school at bang on nine. So uh, that means I only get, you know, five minutes at reset rather than 15, you know, something like that, or maybe not punishment, but having an extra plan of, oh, I'm going to actually do an extra bit of reading or something like that. Having that additional sort of pre-arranged plan for when you do miss your targets early on. Yeah. Yep. Oh, no, that's, that's good. Sound too yep. hard on yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes complete sense. And it's just about making sure that if you do fail at something, you've got that uh, the backup strategy to support you rather than just, you know, all thinking or nothing you failed approach of, wow, well, I failed that. So, you know, I might as well just keep playing the Xbox. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's uh, really important. Yeah. So, yeah, rather than thinking, yeah, I'll just give in now. It's like, oh, well, I've just got to do this extra thing now because I, I missed that, yeah. that target. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, hmm. yeah exactly. Uh, any other um, things
0: that came up with distractions? So,
1: yeah, other things. So, was I mentioned the um, too much noise and not enough noise. Yeah. Uh, so, having headphones, closing the bedroom door, um, having a playlist that they'd like to listen to. Um, so, for one client, he loves 90s metal. So he's got a 90s metal playlist that he'll put on, and he listens to that so often it doesn't distract him when wow. he's studying. So, yeah, yeah. um, and then I've got another client who words in songs will distract him. So he's got an instrumental playlist yeah. that he listens to. So yeah, it's about kind of drilling down and saying, Well, noises distract me. So that, if you just took it at face value if noises distract you then there's no playlists that you can listen to but noises distract me but music doesn't all right what sort of music can we get going so um it can help to just kind of drill down yeah. and understand the nature of those distractions
0: so it's almost like doing a bit of experimentation as well isn't it
1: yeah i yeah. know
0: i know i i can sit in a cafe and bang out work and really focus on stuff because none of the conversations have anything to do with me. So I just yeah. switch off from them. But in yeah, okay. an open plan yeah. office, I struggle, right? That's <laughs> special torture for me. I'm just like, oh, shiny, <laughs> shiny stuff going on all around. So I definitely need noise-canceling headphones. But, um, yeah, right. but uh, yeah, and to, to reiterate what you said about noise as well, like, yeah, music without words, totally, no problem. But music, yeah. you know, with words... If you're trying to write an email or write something, oh, yeah, I personally can't cope with that. Whereas I can do, I can listen to words in songs when I'm doing Excel stuff.
1: So, yeah. so, numbers, Excel. so numbers
0: and words, yeah. They're, 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 yeah okay. as, long as, as long as they're never the twain show. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
1: I'm, I love music, so I could have it playing 24 seven. So, And it doesn't matter what it is. So, Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's a matter of kind of knowing knowing yourself. what works for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: And yep. I suppose you, obviously then there's, you know, trying to get no noise as well. Like trying to actually find a space that you can actually cut noise or noises like barking dogs and that stuff out. If that's going to be a problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And um, it was interesting with that barking dogs um, approach. That client also realised that he'd have an extra. 15 to 30 minutes at the start of the day because he doesn't have to travel to school. Um, He doesn't have to sort his books out because they're all there. So, with that 30 minutes at the start of the day, he was going to take his dog for a walk um, because he noticed that taking the dog for a walk gave it exercise. So, it was less likely to bark through the day. So, yeah, that was, yeah, that's, it was interesting the way when we'd worked through his. Normal school um, routine, and then his what would be his new school routine. We saw that there was a bit of spare time at the start, at the end, and through the day. And then we looked at new things that he would have to do and things that he wouldn't have to do, and then to see how we could kind of change the routine as well. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it was really interesting the way he took that and then looked at the distraction and said, I can solve that distraction because. I've changed my routine and I've got extra time now at the start of the day or as my lunch break, I can take the dog for a walk then. So um I think that's, that is useful. That's probably the lesson in that is that sitting down with children, with clients, they can solve the problems themselves. If you sit down with them and, you know, work out here's your distraction, how can we solve it? Rather than, you know, as we said before, dictating, just looking at all these issues and you think, well, they're all too big. I'm not going to be able to deal with it. I'm going to walk away. Yep. Um, Yeah. I think that's useful to have it written down or whatever way that the child understands and get them into that process of let's look at the problem, let's see if we can solve it and give them some autonomy and control of. Solving it themselves.
0: When, when you think about it, Arnie, I mean, this is has the opportunity to to create really autonomous, you know, able workers. You know, to to be yeah. able to do this type of work early on would be like a superpower. I reckon. Oh, for you know, sure. It, it's there taken- already
1: studies. <laughs> there were studies like um, you know, 10, 15 years ago with the uh, online gaming. Everyone was up in arms about you know. Young kids these days—they're on doing online games and not learning anything. Um, but then they did the research and actually thought, well, the way the workforce is going, of you know, global workforces where people are going to base, be based in continents everywhere, and then these kids are playing. You know, solving
0: problems, but, collaborating with people all around yeah, the world, getting teams <laughs> of to together. And like,
1: Hang on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could get my ten-year-old to do this job much better than me. So, yeah, totally. yeah, you're right. This is um, this whole homeschooling thing is just exposing them to things that parents have been struggling with for the past three weeks. Of you know, how do we get this Zoom thing hooked up? And is my microphone on? Is my video working?
0: Yeah. That's um, that, that is a good point, though, as well. I think there's going to be certain skills that we're going to have to hone pretty quickly. because if yeah. And there's certain things that we know we're going to have to do, like setting up a Zoom meeting, getting it to work for everyone, knowing. It's almost like you just need a checklist for that because that's just a process. And maybe yeah. there's a little fault-finding section as well. But yeah. that's something that if you can jump on that early as well, that's going to yeah. alleviate a lot of pressure. And um, I think we touched on the, the checklist manifesto in a previous chat as well, yeah. you know, yeah. by Atul Gwanda, I think his name is. That, that's a fantastic book where if there's a process that you know needs to be done and you can't miss anything, just checklist it and then take yeah. all the mental pressure off. So yeah. you can literally yeah, exactly. go through yeah. it, uh, setting up a Zoom meeting, you do this, do this, do this, check, check, yeah. check, check, done. And it works. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: zero pressure. And it, yeah, it, it takes away that um, all that worry that goes leading up to the Zoom meeting. Hmm. Of am I going to get it going this time? And am I going to remember those five steps that I need to go through? Will I remember to do that little tick to make sure I'm not talking on mute? Yes, Will yeah. I do all those sorts of things, which is taking up that you know, it's taking up real estate in your head for free.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: just put it in a process, write down those five steps, then you don't have to worry.
0: Yep. And having a contingency Theory, you don't. <laughs> having yeah. a plan B as well in the email, so what's your phone number yeah. just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just turn it off and on yeah. again That's what... <laughs> Yeah, the the O-N-O-F-F switch. <laughs> the uh, um, no, I mean this is great. Obviously these have these these have been concerns and worries coming through from your adolescent clients. What about some of the parents Clients that you've been sort of talking through these issues with, what, what are the concerns and worries there, honey
1: You could probably put the worries from parents into two categories. One is about the worry for their kids and how the kids will take on that, um, take on the homeschooling, um, and that is issues like anxiety, like distractions. But then also, how is the kid going to take this new way of schooling? Um, so home is for fun, for games, for playing on the Xbox, for teasing my sister, for <laughs> all those sorts of things. School is for school books, doing lessons, doing reading, writing, all those sorts of things, and there's no way in hell I'm going to let school come into that home environment. So that's something that I know a lot of parents are worried about. Um, and so that some of the things that we've been going through and been talking about tonight of having the dedicated place, helping with that mental transition of now you're at home, now we're sitting at the kitchen table or we're walking out to the driveway, we're going to sit in the car for 10 minutes, listen to a playlist, then go back in and we're going to study Um those Come on, we're going to be late. Get out the
0: door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why can we not get out the house on time?
1: <laughs> Why is this car in front not moving? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Lots of people um, beeping their horns in the driveway.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I forgot my um, lunchbox. Oh, we'll have to go back. <laughs> don't worry. Go to the, the canteen today. We'll pick, Yeah, we'll pick it
0: up on the way around again. Yeah.
1: I'll drop it in later. <laughs> Going to be a whole bunch you better beings. not get in trouble because yeah. if you go to the principal's office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's one kind of category of that. Yeah. How will my child handle the academic side of things or the school, homeschool? The other worry is about how will I teach my child, um, which…
0: No mean feat.
1: Exactly, yeah. And we were talking before about the fact that teachers… Don't just rock up out of um, you know straight out of high school, and just suddenly they're a teacher. They go through three, four. I think your wife is into what five or six years of.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, she she did a dip ed and um, senior school teaching, yeah. and yeah. so but now she's gone back and she's uh, doing a two year course to to get her qualifications to be a kinder teacher. And so, yeah. you know, we're talking yep. a, a big bunch of years studying yeah. stuff, and and it's to it's learn tough. You, you, teach. Yeah, yeah, you realise that there's a there's a lot to it. I mean, the books she's going through at the moment are fascinating. You know, in early development, yeah. and and the, yeah. the the things that you know the approaches for taking with with young children, um, with activities, and thinking yeah. through. And um, and we actually looked through and chatted the other day and went, oh my gosh, we missed the boat on our two older daughters now. We, we should have been doing all this stuff years ago. Um, yeah. well, yep. Maybe we could get some in before Will reaches seven and we might be all right. But
1: <laughs> yeah, but being a parent is very different to being a teacher. Um. So contrary to popular opinion, while they're at uni, they're actually learning as well. You know, they're yeah. studying and, learning to be a teacher, um, as opposed to, you know, the idea that uni students are just out getting drunk and partying and skipping lectures. And...
0: <laughs> <laughs> not that either of us did that, wasn't no, no,
1: no, not at all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, slight distraction there. So the, with the um... –
0: <laughs> so, Well, I mean, the worry with, of that, parents, like obviously yeah. the anxiety of like, how the hell am I going to teach my kids because I'm not a teacher? And do you yeah, think there's going to be exactly. a lot of stress there with teacher, uh, parents actually thinking, I need to always know the answers as well? Cause I think so, I know yeah. certainly older generations would always either make up an answer and stuff, and that just won't wash anymore. Like <laughs> yeah. if you don't know yeah. something, you, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yep. Although, yeah, my mum, she used to, if I'd go to her with a question, she'd say, look it up in the encyclopedia. I'd be like, oh. but it didn't <laughs> – I'd be like, you can just give me the answer now. I'll have to go and <laughs> use the encyclopedias. <laughs> yeah. um, but it didn't take me long to kind of realise through that approach, don't just go and ask someone for the answer. Go and try and get the answer yourself. Yeah. So, you know, if I did after a couple of attempts um, where mum would just – mum or dad would send me off to the encyclopedias, i just realised, well, they're just going to do that. So maybe I'll try and do this myself. I'll, if I've got a question, if I don't really understand, I'll go and look through the encyclopedias. Um, so I think that kind of approach could be taken by parents to say or to realise that they don't need to have the answer to everything. No one has the answer to everything. Um, their kids are going to work out sooner or later that, i don't know everything yeah um
0: you may as and, well may as well own it with grace <laughs> yeah,
1: might as well embrace it so yeah. let's jump on google yeah let's look for it there i've yeah. had some
0: great moments with the kids though when when they've asked a curly question i just don't have a clue about it. and i've just gone oh yep. great well i don't know let's have a look and we've had a look on google come up with a, a few answers and gone do we reckon that's right and then we've done a bit of a uh, you know, does that feel right? Should we look somewhere else? Is there a different way we can look at this? And these are genuine. Let's questions not trust was, Wikipedia. Yeah, well, that's right, yeah. Because <laughs> and because and I don't know the answer anyway. It's it, like, should we, yeah. does that feel right as well? Like, what could we base that off? So it actually helps go through that patient problem-solving process, yeah. and and also the the bullshitometer as well. Like, can we, <laughs> do, you know, is that within kui of of where we think and the where answer we think, should be? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and I, I worked in um, pre-sales for a while, and we'd be doing demonstrations, and someone asked a question, and the best response that, or the best advice I got was, "That's a great question." So if you, <laughs> will <laughs> totally. take it on board and get back to you. Yeah. So it's really that um, taking that approach of "That's a great question. Let's take it on board. Let's go and look for it ourselves." Teaching kids to teach themselves um is probably the only thing that parents might want to try and focus on
0: yeah and Um, and also i guess um try and inspire uh not a a fear or dread of not knowing something or so because if we can actually be playful with it i think they can mirror that the most and that's probably one of the best sort of um, models that we can give is like hey let's find out something cool let's let's look at yeah. this and hey this is actually really this is awesome I didn't know that yeah. that love yeah. of learning and and just be genuinely keen to learn
1: exactly yeah yep leave all the other stress of all the baggage you know, at how the door. to show them how to do long division just <laughs> let the teachers handle that yeah that's right I uh, <laughs> your yeah. could teacher you that
0: one <laughs> ah <Yeah. laughs> oh, cool. Um, anything else that you can think of in like the, um, the, the, the pre, pre-run to kicking off with homeschooling, Arnie?
1: Yeah, probably a couple of things. Knowing what you need to do in each activity hmm. is a helpful thing. Um, so having that a good understanding of when you're sitting down to do work, are there any um, handouts that the teacher has put online? Um, is there any pre-reading that you've been asked to do? Is Have you had a quick look through it beforehand to kind of see what is involved in what we're going to be doing in that class? Yeah. Um, because the last thing you kind of want to do is not the last thing, there's plenty of last things. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing you want to avoid is sitting down and not having any idea about what you're jumping into. Like I know it's science, but I don't know what the subject yeah. or what or, this topic or, or what this lesson is what on.
0: spreadsheet are we supposed to be looking at i don't want to ask the yeah. question in front of 30 other people right now because I yeah. yeah. like an idiot yeah 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 uh,
1: um it's a bit of an excel theme coming up for you rich What's that? <laughs> uh, excel used to be do we need to was, save that
0: for no 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 excel no this is a great story because i used to struggle with excel it just didn't fit into the way i thought <laughs> like, yeah. well that's the way i thought about it at the time and so i actually dug in and and, and push through, and now it's my best friend. I love it now. Yeah, I'm like, wow, <laughs> this is actually amazing. Why did no one actually frame it like this for me? <laughs> so, uh, but, Excel um, is pretty impressive. It yeah. is, it is. And, and as soon as you, you, you don't, you need a handful of tools to make it do some pretty awesome stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah I think that was one of my first lessons in in pushing through in, uh, yeah. in something that, you know, a fixed mindset approach might go, ah, oh, I, I don't know that, and just ignore I'm it. Done. So, yeah. um, so I definitely, uh, definitely enjoyed breaking through the other side, and and now I realise I know nothing in Excel because yeah. there's just so much to know. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, you just need a handful of tools to start making it do some pretty impressive stuff, and it doesn't take yeah, exactly. long to to Google those.
1: Yeah, you just need to hit the equals sign in a um, cell for Excel, and then you realise how much you don't know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You just scroll through the options that it gives you, and it's like. Oh.
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Does anyone know what all those do? <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone does. <laughs> um, yeah, so knowing what you need to do um, when you sit down and then also knowing what finished looks like. Yeah. So if you can have a bit of an idea of what the finished product is going to be, and I know that's going to be easier in some cases than others, but when you're sitting down for the um, to do the – topic or the particular subject for that day just kind of knowing what the topic's about what i'm going to need to do as part of the subject online and then what does finish look like so you know what you're working towards and you know when you get there yeah um otherwise it could quite easily drag on Blow out. just get hours <laughs> <fed. got>
0: creep <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the enemy of all project managers oh yeah <laughs> um so, yeah, there's that. And one final thing that I think is just setting up a bit of a study chat um, with your friends because it like would be – Would
0: that be a daily thing, do you reckon?
1: I, well, yeah, it'd depend on the individual. But I'd say most kids would talk, even if it's for one minute at recess, about the subject they just had or yeah. about an assignment that's due tomorrow. Just walking or, from
0: one class to another.
1: Yeah, um, so I think just spending some time chatting about what is going on at school with their peers can be helpful. Mm. I know they'd probably get interrogated as soon as they jump in the car. <laughs> Mum or dad are like, how was your day? What did you do at school today? Nothing. <laughs> Dunno. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so just having that time to chat with their classmates about what do you think of that subject that teacher's a bit of an idiot.
0: Yeah. just Hang on, the microphone's still on. Like He's it. listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's why you switch across yeah, to Discord a, or something. Yeah, use a, a different genius,
0: platform. Genius, yeah, different platform. Got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> great. Um, no, that's a good that's a great point, Arnie. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's loads to go on. I mean, I, this is gonna be a, a really interesting week. I think there's going to be a lot, I think it's going to light up the internet with memes. Um, yeah, I did see yeah, one come up. across my desk that was along the lines of um, a letter to the teacher saying, uh, I'm really sorry, I, I I thought that giving you a nice bottle of wine as a Christmas present was okay. Next year, you'll be receiving a case of wine, a couple of <laughs> bottles of gin, a ticket at like a holiday away, <laughs> a voucher. <laughs> uh,
1: Good point, there. They could be getting a lot more. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I think we're all going to realize just how much uh, yeah, teachers do do.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Cool. Well, um, thanks ever so much, Arnie. That was great. No worries. Thanks ever so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Arnie as much as I did. If you liked that episode, please tell a friend, and it would be fantastic if you could take the time to leave a review on iTunes as well. If you or your kids are particularly struggling and would like to reach out to Arnie, I'll put some links to his practices in the show notes. Arnie and I are going to record a bunch of these conversations to help families deal with lockdown. So if you have a question you'd like to ask Arnie, or if you have a particular challenge you think would be useful to share, please email it through to me at rich at thedadmindset.com. I hope you stay safe and sane. And until next time, enjoy your caffeinated beverage.